every word that leaves my mouth is gold, mate. So you better catch every single one. <laughs> What is up, my bodyweight warriors? Welcome back to another podcast. This is the second episode of the podcast and one of the most requested guests that we had, or I had, on the comments on the last one was for Lachlan Walker and Tyson Edwards. They are both YouTubers on this platform and they created numerous exercise series, one of which inspired me to create a lot of the stuff that I do on YouTube, which is originally the Project Planch, if anyone's been around for that long, one of my original series that I did, they inspired that from their original Stronger series. And recently they've just come out with Stronger Series 2, which is basically a TV show of gymnastic strength and conditioning, a really fun watch. Got to be hours of footage, it's taken them two years to edit, um, and all the episodes are out now. I highly suggest if you haven't already, go to check it out, go watch it, go have a look at their channels. Obviously it'll be linked down below, but before you do that, I hope you enjoy this conversation with Lachlan Walker and Tyson Edwards. Enjoy. Just, just wait. <laughs> I think I think we've got a good place to start. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the podcast today. I am joined by, as I'm sure you've already heard, Lachlan Walker and Tyson Edwards, the stars of the strongest <laughs> series on YouTube. Really killing it with their body weight training, kind of mastering that full planche, middle splits just generally strong and pretty funny guys so it's really an honor to have them onto the podcast today chat about themselves and get to know them a little bit better not that you maybe haven't already after watching like countless hours of their strongest series on youtube so welcome guys welcome to the show it's nice to have you on thanks tom thank you, thank you tom. <laughs> and uh a congrats is in order man for your uh youtube you just hit 50k Good work, I man. Did. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. I mean, I feel yeah. like you guys deserve even more credit on your Stronger series because that was kind of one of the things that actually got me into making videos, like one of my first like series as such. Definitely not like on the scale of Stronger. Like it didn't take me two years to edit or whatever, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely inspired by your original Stronger series. So it's been, it's gonna be a cool chat. So Thanks, um, I guess probably the place I want to start is that, like me. You got into this at a later age. Obviously, gymnasts usually start at like the age of five, and then they're basically just made to be beasts from day one. Um, jumping into it like at an older age, I know you both come from a different background. Like, could you perhaps give some like a brief history of what you've done, what your experience is? I know you've maybe got like fifteen years between you in kind of bodyweight gymnastics stuff, um, and then how you ended up getting to this point that you're at currently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that is a great question, John. That's my voice. Um, well, I think because I dived in there, I'll go first. Um, for me, I was always athletic as a kid. I did well, where I'm from, it was called a little athletics. So that was, you know, long jump, sprinting, high jump, triple jump, all that kind of stuff. And I really enjoyed that and never really took to team sports. So that was where I shone at first. And then as I got older, I kind of got out of like structured training <laughs> where you'd go and have a coach. And that was when I got into parkour and free running and tricking where I invented my own training. And then it kind of, from there, I was always looking, I got into bodybuilding. And the first one was the weightlifter Tyson. And the second one was the bodyweight Tyson. And the weightlifter one went from bodybuilding to powerlifting to Olympic lifting. 
and the body weight one went from parkour tricking free running to meeting Lachlan and starting like rings strength training and then it went into just body weight strength training in general and that brings us here today and I like lots of other stuff too but that's what my channel is mainly about and the body weight strength that's what's strong yeah so for me uh yeah when I was a kid I just I was like any other kid really just playing sports um uh just having fun you know what I mean like soccer tennis those kind of things um I started doing some weights when I got maybe like 15 I think but I was doing like really light weights um high reps because um, I was very conscious of not damaging my growth plates because I was really short and thin um anyway and then I yeah I got tall very quick anyway um but when I was a kid I was always like my brother and I and my cousin would always be um interested in flips we thought they were really cool um so like we would especially when like the parkour videos and that first started coming out um, we just wanted to learn how to backflip outside. So we would do it, um, but it would often be pretty sketchy, <laughs> like into the pool and that. So we'd go to a gym to learn some technique. And one session I went there, I just was just playing around like everyone does on all the different things. And I tried the rings and I, I got stuck in uh, at the top of a pull-up. And I, I was trying to do a muscle-up, but I couldn't do it. And I was like, man, I thought I was like reasonably strong, but I can't even get my body on top of these rings so yeah that was like motivation to i just asked the coach like how do i do this and they gave me some tips and then i started training that and then once i got that i i feel so good when you get a skill and i just wanted like a little bit of a more difficult skill and yeah i just got obsessed with that kind of like i just realized that at that point that i love i love this so um and I, I feel like it's the most difficult physical challenge there is I think if there was something harder, then I would be doing that. And that's also then why I started doing gymnastics because it's it combines this strength with the power, like the you got to be able to control your body and, and swing with it. You got you need the flexibility, mm -hmm. the aerial awareness. So it's just like everything combines and it's really intense. And I, I just love that, like um, total body, uh, like control. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean that you got to a point where? Like you hit uh, puberty and that, and then you were like, "Ah, I'm done growing now." Like growth plates are done, and then you got into stuff, or did it just kind of you found something you really liked and you were yeah like, oh, well, I like yeah I hadn't even considered it um, until I did it. Do you know what I mean? Growth plates um, are done. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, it's interesting. I just never tried it, um, and maybe because you only ever see like those elite beasts. You don't think that you could do it? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but obviously, that our whole thing is we want to change that perception. Like anyone can do it. Um, so hopefully, we're having that kind of impact. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think I've any I've seen anyone close to six foot doing full planche, and like you're definitely up there. And I think Tyson as well. Like you're pretty heavy. Um, but he's got some big legs. Um, so I mean, it's it's definitely impressive to see what you guys are doing. Going on from, as you said, being tall and trying to prove, like you don't have to be that standard gymnast to do a lot of these incredible stuff. What was that the biggest kind of obstacle that you've had to overcome when it comes to achieving a lot of these bodyweight stuff, or just like generally your training goals? Um, I'd say the biggest obstacle was probably when I was uh, when I started training, like when I bought my own rings. So. 
yeah, pretty much when I was getting the muscle up. I think it might have been either just as I was getting it or when I got it, I, I bought my own rings and, and hung them in the tree at home and started training at home because, like, I just I, I know you need to train at least maybe three times a week, so it's, it's hard to have an access to a gym, especially when you're starting out three days a week. So um, I just remember, though, like, everyone was like, oh, you're going, like, this is a fad, you know, like, um, you're going to buy these rings and then train for, like, a week and then you're going to never use them again um and then from there when i went to start doing gymnastics classes like i couldn't get into a squad because it's like unheard of like a an adult coming in yeah and train competitive gymnastics you know what i mean like that they'd, they'd put you in an adult class but there's no real direction there like you have to direct yourself so yeah it was really hard to get taken seriously i think um <laughs> Um, yeah, and then I I do remember like it being awkward being in a in a uh, in a squad, and when their kids are way younger than me and better than me, and I'm like this awkward guy trying to learn these skills. But like at the end of the day, like you, you got to live your life doing what you love, and yeah. don't worry what people think about that. You know what I mean? So, and then now like I'm at the point well, where at least you didn't start gymnastics with that mustache in the squad. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty good. Kids? It gets comments, boys. So uh, it, you know, it must be working. <laughs> Women, do you guys like it? Yes. <laughs> Women in Tom's audience, what do you think? Yes. Um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, like anything, anything. Whenever you start anything new, you're gonna have that awkward phase. Um, yeah, and you're gonna be uncomfortable, but you gotta embrace that and just keep going. You know. Did that answer your question, man? Yeah, I think I, so. I, yeah, I feel like that was the biggest challenge because that's kind of um, you got to prove it sometimes to people that you're serious about what you want to do. You're going to put the work in, and uh, when they see that, they'll like when people started noticing my progress, it was much easier for them to say, "Oh, okay, like yeah, I'm I'm happy to train you or happy yeah. train with us." Yeah. No, I, I've I've, uh, I've experienced the same you, thing. Tom? Sorry. How tall are you, Tom? I'm six three or 191 centimeters. So, oh, beast. Wow. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't help. But yeah, no, I've experienced the same thing. Like having getting into gymnastics, um, like it's quite an old school sport, and people seem to be a little bit hesitant to, like, if you're not going to compete and you're not going to win medals, they're almost like not that interested in helping you out. At least initially, they see it as that. I don't think they see it as necessarily a hobby that somebody can do on the side. I think they see it as very much like a sport and you're there to compete. Um, so I think that's kind of a lot of the body weight kind of seen as changing that perspective. And I think there's a lot of people wanting to just do it for fun and do it as a hobby, which is like the main point of doing it. Yeah. No, I've noticed that big change since when I started. Because um, calisthenics wasn't even really a thing when I started. Because um, I remember as well, I bought my rings from, I think it was ringtraining.com. And that was like the only place you could buy rings. And now they're everywhere, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm glad to see it's changing. Uh, do you guys have Kmart in England, Tom? No. I mean, you're just here. You oh, should know. It's, it's, it's just, oh, yeah, true. It's, it's just like a <laughs> discount store. It's actually pretty good now. Am I right, Aussies? <laughs> I went in there uh, like a year ago, and they had rings on sale That's for... It five dollars each and i was like whoa because yeah like lachlan said when we first started you 
couldn't find them anywhere and they weren't expensive but they were decently priced to just see rings there on clearance for five dollars just shows to me how far that this movement has come and i mean they're on clearance people weren't buying them so what i did was (laughs) buy them all and then sold them to other people <laughs> but at least, at least people are that are actually interested. Because obviously, if people know me, they know what I do, and they're more likely to have that interest. So, I gave it to people that deserved it and <laughs> could make good use of them. But yeah, that's just an interesting example I noticed in terms of how far it's come. Hundred mm, percent. And that's that, that's how Tyson funded twenty thirteen. Is that right, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to yes. some quick fire questions for you, right? Uh, favorite exercise? Oh, what? Favorite exercise? Favorite exercise? Um, Lunch with the bands. Right Lunch? now. Uh, I was just going to say cross hold because it's, it's so damn intense and uh, such an iconic skill. Yeah, for sure. What about least favorite? <sighs> just say, if we're just going quick fire. I'll say rope climbs, but it's not because I don't like doing what? them. I, no, oi, oi, mate. Oi. Eh. It's not because I don't want to do them. It's just when I'm going to do them, I feel nervous, and I'm like, this is going to suck because it's going to be so intense. <laughs> so not in a bad way. I, it's my least yeah. favorite. In a kind of a good way, it's my least favorite. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say my least favorite skill would be one that doesn't benefit me at all because that's, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm more than happy to do something that is – not pleasant if it's going to give you really good results so anyway um but in terms of i I think what you mean is like something you just don't look forward to doing yeah or whatever Um, i was thinking maybe maybe legless like against the store bars um just because that was a weakness of mine um and uh like because it for me my shoulders were so tight that it would stretch not only would you obviously get the ab work which is hard but i'd get a stretch in my shoulders it's getting better which is satisfying but i guess it was it's kind of a weakness of mine so but I don't know, it's not so bad. I don't want to walk the leg lift. Yeah, sometimes the, the, the stuff that sucks also is enjoyable in a weird way, masochistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Proudest training achievement? One of my proudest moments was when I did six for six at the 2013 Olympic lifting nationals. And I didn't win the competition, but I won my grouping and the final clean and jerk was um, going to be a PB and I was obviously super nervous to do it because I'd not performed on a the grand stage. Not that it was that grand being Olympic lifting in Australia. But um, yeah, when I came out and did it, it was... and Oh, spoiler! Yeah, so I came out and did it. <laughs> and then uh, when I went back, I realised that either the coach lied to me in a good way or there was a mistake and I'd lifted three kilos more than what I thought it was going to be. So initially it was going to be a PB, but it ended up being like a four kilo PB. So yeah, just at a national level to go six for six, which in Olympic lifting is uh, great. Like it means you did really well. Maybe some people think, oh, you should always miss one because it means you pushed yourself. But I really pushed myself mm. and got six for six on the grand stage and PB. So that's a really proud moment. Uh, and for me, my training career that comes quick to mind in these quick fire situations you put me in. <laughs> yeah, uh, hard for me. Like, like two things come to mind because they're sort of different. 
Um, one would just be achieving the Iron Cross because uh, I, everyone told me, um, especially when I started training, like, why are you training for that? You're never going to do it. Like, mainly because I'm tall as well, as, mm-hmm. as, as well as starting late. Because even, like, good gymnasts, can't, some, some can't do it. Um, so that was so satisfying. Well, one, because obviously I just really wanted to do it. But two, to, like, to say, like, yeah, don't tell me what I can <laughs> can't. Like, if you want something, you work for it, you can do it. Um, so that was, uh, yeah, it's just such a cool skill. So intense. Um, I feel like if you did that once a week, you'd stay ripped for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and the second one that came to mind was just um, second on rings at nationals. Um, well, this year and last year, so I've got it both years. That's a bit of a spoiler because the video hasn't come out yet because yeah. I've had no time. I'm sorry, guys. Um, yeah, but I think Hopefully. I came second by point one this year. So it was just like so close. Um, yeah, and it just feels good to be up, like, yeah, I, I'm really happy that I can perform at my best when it really matters, um, especially on something I really care about. Awesome. And biggest training inspiration? YVG, baby. Yes. <laughs> it, it used to be. You know what I'm talking about, Tom. No. Oh, come on, mate. Tyson? And, and. <laughs> what was it, y, YGB? You were But, um, yeah, when I started, he was phenomenal um inspiration to me uh i gotta say now that Nile, um it, it changes obviously but um i just i love his attitude that's like because i think i feel like he's very similar to me in the way that he thinks um and so when he gets psyched up he gets me psyched up and he's killing it so yeah yeah he's doing so well i love watching his stuff and yeah. he has a very infectious attitude for training um, so if you don't watch him, uh, go check him out. And, uh, I mean, for me, I have a lot of inspirations, two that come to mind, which directly influenced a training session. I mean, they influence more than that, but, uh, Ilya Ilin, who's an Olympic weightlifter. It's funny like you have me on your body weight channel and I'm just not, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm interested about. as well. Like it's something I've started doing more recently. It's like, I think it's an awesome it's, it's, it's like an awesome challenge of power, strength, mobility. Like it kind of combines a lot of stuff. So, Yeah, it's awesome. And the, he's a, obviously an Olympic lifter. And he, he always does so well. He has never lost a, like a high-up competition, to my knowledge. And as I feel like, same with what Lachlan said. I mean, Yuri initially inspired Lachlan, but now Niall does. And Lachlan said it was mainly the mindset. Very much is the mindset that I find inspiring. So Ilya Ilin had this awesome mindset where he would just approach the weight and just rip it up. Like he didn't wait or stall or anything. And because he would do that plus win, I just found really boss. Um, if you look him, if anyone looks him up now, you'll find he got some of his medals stripped for testing positive. <laughs> Downer. But uh, I still really like him. And then Conor McGregor, the UFC fighter, his mindset and the short amount of time he accomplished so much inspires me. And I remember that Ilya Ilin won Worlds and broke a world record within a, the same time frame that Conor McGregor knocked out Jose Aldo. And after those two things, I was just like, <laughs> I just had to go to gym and train. So two of those just stick out for me at the moment. Can I give an honourable mention as well? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I know this is a fire, man, but... Uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, i got to say, 
Um, Jordan Jovchev as well, of course. Um, for anyone that's not aware, he, he competed in six Olympics as a gymnast. And the last one he did, I think he was, he was 38 or 39, and he made the rings final. And that is so impressive. Um, and he came, I think he came seventh. Like, he's, he, his dismount wasn't perfect. But that's, to me, I, I was like... we what? watched that. Yeah, yeah. Lachlan and I and some others watched it like you would watch a football final. That's we crazy. Watching, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Watching yeah. compete in the rings final. But I mean, that is impressive. Yeah. Like, there's a um, you don't you don't see gymnasts really do more than three. Like, because that's twelve years. That's a long training age yeah. for a gymnast, and even that, even three's long. Any athlete, right? Like that, yeah. it's it's long for any, but let alone gymnastics. So yeah, it's incredible. And uh, so anyway, like one thing I thought was like. Hey, if you're 25, that means you got 14 years, and that's to be at the best in the world level. You know what I mean? Like, let alone being strong and doing cool things. You know, yeah. and so like, I think that that's that really inspired me in the way that I'm like, wow, that's yeah, 14 years is a long time to get very, very good. Um, yeah. So again, no excuses. Start training. Uh, if you know you want to do it, just do it. Don't like, don't stop yourself because you think you can't for, for no valid reason. 100%. Uh, and going on from like your mention of Niall Wilson, I guess, favorite fitness YouTubers at the moment? Uh, yeah, I have to say Niall. Is that what you said, Tyson? Yeah, like you, could, you can't not say that. He's, he's doing so well. Because yeah. um, Lachlan and I were there before he was very popular on YouTube. Um, and just to see how it's changed for him and how he's gone with it is inspiring. And the actual... What he is doing, you know, an Olympic level gymnast putting their training and giving that insight into their training um, on online, like for free, to check it out, would uh, be very grateful to be able to see that because obviously you would think with that level of commitment he could just put it all into training. But the, it's awesome that he's into making this kind of these kind of videos and putting it out there and yeah I just find it really inspiring and I'm just checking my subscriptions to see if I'm forgetting anyone Brandon <laughs> yeah, was... is on uh is on YouTube at the moment could put a bit more effort in but uh he's <laughs> yeah he's doing really well uh like in terms of like this guy is super strong and he's just given some he gives tips and stuff on training you couldn't not uh you'd have to be a fool to not take advantage of just subscribing and checking his stuff out. Awesome. Uh, yeah. But once again, quick fire, those are the ones that come to mind. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, also, that. if I can just give my an honorable mention, which isn't really an honorable mention, there's this channel called Tumble Track, and it's Tumble without an E, so it just ends at L, and Track with the C missing. And they just sell product, like overpriced product. <laughs> But when they put up a video to sell the product, they give a tutorial on how you'd use it. And every now and then there's a good tip for like, oh, I could like learn the back tuck by doing that or improve it by doing this drill or something. So, yeah, <laughs> I watch their sales channel. <laughs> they have like this like $1,000 set to help with the round off. You're just like, why would you spend that much for the round off? You know, like just get like some, some marks in the sand or on the grass or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, plugging like, right now. Yeah, I was like, four sponsors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Also, because you said um, you want a few, right, Tom, or you just want the, the main no, ones? Because I thought your head, it was just like an interesting. It's always interesting to see where people are looking, getting the inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Fire lock one. Yeah, no, that, that's a good point, man. I totally agree. As in, it's it's insightful to know what other people get inspired by. One of the guy I want to mention is Sam Oldham. Do you follow him? Yeah, oh, I trained at the same uni as he was at. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. He's um, he's just very good. <laughs> like, yeah, clean he's a big people. guy. He's, He's really clean. Um, he does very difficult skills. He's been a bit unlucky with injuries. Um, but, yeah, I started following him and now, I don't know, maybe around the same time. But it was just when they when they were posting their training and I'm like, these guys are so good. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. I think when you get into gymnastics, um, I don't think until that point and you try to actually do it that you realize how superhuman these guys are. Like, yeah. it's just, I remember turning up uh, when I first started uni I was at Loughborough and there was some English national team people there, very, very high-level gymnasts. And I kind of feel like it broke me a little bit because as I started getting into gymnastics, I was watching these people doing these like world-class skills and performances. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be doing that in a couple of years. And, um, yeah, it, it took me that time to realize these guys are just, they're not human. They're doing something ridiculous stuff. So Yeah. Nice you can still do that, mate. You can still do it. Maybe one day. No, was it 14 yeah, years have you been doing more um gymnastics training as well as opposed to just strength and that like the more um dynamic stuff uh i've done some tumbling but i did rip some ligaments in my ankle which then stopped me doing that um i seem ah. to have a habit of like getting into something and then getting injured and then doing something else uh <laughs> but, but such is such as training i think i would like to get back into it for sure there's you know it's a weakness of mine as well so it's something i'm not very good at i'm kind of naturally relatively strong I used to do powerlifting, Olympic lifting, but I'm not, not super coordinated. Um, so it'd be kind of yeah. a, another challenge, I guess. Don't worry, though, man. Like, even if you feel like that, that's not that's not a reason to like not do it. Because again, one thing that comes to mind is I remember, and you can look it up. One of my old comp videos, I remember some guy was like, "Oh, you're doing really well, man. Good progress, but can you please be a little bit more elegant?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Mate, I'm I'm really trying, but that's just." what you look like when you're not quite there you know what I mean yeah um, yeah and it's definitely changed like that's just kind of the skill as you get better you can start to make things look nice as opposed to just happy to make it you know what I mean definitely. um and, and I, I find I'm, that really fun as well like mastering a <laughs> skill like that you know what I mean? yeah it's a difference between being able to do it and then being able to do it like perfectly um and also mm. going off on a side note of you doing stuff from years ago i was flicking through your youtube channel and looking back at your old videos both your channels and there's some there's some quite entertaining clips and some good windows movie making editing if anyone does want to watch yeah. it's definitely worth going back and checking them out they are quite funny uh, cheers man good old movie maker so many okay. little bugs so i guess that brings you on to like obviously getting into youtube why do you create videos as i said at the beginning your original Stronger series was something I stumbled across and kind of just watched the whole thing through back to back. So I was really just interested. I hadn't seen anyone doing this sort of stuff that much on YouTube before. So I was very much inspired to create a lot of the stuff that I do because of your original Stronger series. What inspired you to create YouTube videos? Share what you're doing. Um, may I ask you? Yes. Uh, yes, you may. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I think, and it, please feel free to jump in at any time, Tyson. Um, we originally, before the Strongest series, we had a thing called the uh, Insane Workout series. I think that's what we called it. Um, Mine was intense. Okay, yeah. I had, and, I had and to be different. And it's also on our channel, so anyone that wants to see like pre-Stronger, which kind of 
led to stronger can watch that uh basically i was about to go on exchange i was about I to go on exchange. the other day you know oh really yeah nice. great for everyone who's watching <laughs> i'll put links in the description down below to everything we talk about as well so you can go grab it Thank or in you, the John. show notes cool so yeah uh we i was about to go on exchange to canada uh and i, I don't know tyson i've probably been training together for probably only been a few months do you think tyson uh, I think we'd been training together a bit longer, maybe like a year or two, but this was like a time to like really put our effort into something specific. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, the idea was because I was going overseas for a significant amount of time, we were like, all right, before I leave, let's, let's write a list of goals and achieve all these skills. <laughs> so we had, we had, a, we were very ambitious, you know, we had, um, like one arm tune up, uh, I think planche was in like shadow planche maybe. Um, anyway, just think very similar to our stuff now. They were so uh, ambitious. Yeah, they're like their goals are now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and also we had I think we had two weeks to do it, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, we we learned a lot from it obviously because we realized and then we didn't give ourselves any rest before the goal attempt. So we I'm pretty sure on the day we tried the goals we were just we were already fatigued so we just we failed everything, um, but uh, we still made progress and. Um, the videos were really funny. Like, I we just, I guess that's why we're friends as well because we enjoy just joking around as well as training hard. So when we filmed it, it, we found that really fun to capture that as well. Um, and then I guess we just enjoyed the videos ourselves so that we were like, let's let's like put way more thought into this and do a, a proper, um, like make this better than it was because it was yeah we didn't really can uh, think too much. We kind of just went with it um, and then. We sat down and actually, that's how we planned out the strongest series. And that you can obviously tell that it was well thought out and well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the reason why, um, uh, for me, maybe it's different for Tyson, but for me, yeah, I just I'm very passionate about. I guess I'm a passionate person in general, but um, when I realized I loved uh, bodyweight strength and gymnastics. Um, yeah, just naturally, I'd be always getting my friends. You know, I was at university, so any of my uni friends, I'd be like, "Hey, man, let's go do a ring session." Um, and uh, yeah, I, I got a lot of people into it just by just naturally wanting, because obviously it's fun training with friends. Um, yeah. And I think I think this is the best thing ever. So why wouldn't I want other people to be enjoying it too? Um, yeah, and then obviously doing it online is even better because you can do one workout and then ten thousand people can see that. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, I think it's very fulfilling and rewarding, um, when you see a comment from someone saying they started doing this because of this video or, um, yeah, it, or that this helped them get this skill. Like it's just, yeah, it, it's, there's not many things in life that I actually find more like satisfying than that. So that's nice yeah. Yeah. Um, for, for me, I've, always liked being in front of the camera and doing stuff so if i th if i think back like as a kid um guys tom doesn't watch dragon ball z eh, are you familiar with pokemon i've watched you know pokemon. pokemon yeah so do you know who snorlax is yeah <laughs> yeah so snorlax is like one of my favorites and i had him as a plush toy so my dad had a camcorder and i would like set the camcorder up and then put Snorlax in front and that was the Snorlax show and he had guests <laughs> and he had 
fun. And then are you gonna play this, mate? <laughs> I have <I've>, um. <laughs> What's it called when I, I don't know what it's called when you move like tape to digital? I've done some of them and they're like so they're they're actually like too over the top rude and stuff because <laughs> it was like an untamed thirteen year old like saying whatever came into their head and it's just <laughs> it's just crazy. And then after that, um, with my friend Kurt, we had a we did another show called Extreme Sports and it was like the EX was hyphen so it was like extreme sports because it wasn't extreme at all and we did we had like 10 characters each that we would just come out and do when we were just doing <laughs> crazy stuff this was before you know kids could have access to editing unless mm-hmm. they knew someone so it was just you did the take stopped it what's the next thing it's kind of wwe like really um and then it, even as a kid I, there's like a clip of me when i was four or five and as soon as the camera's on me i'm like Pulling my pants down. Like, <laughs> You're a nut. <laughs> it's enough. I, I, I did it in Stronger Two, guys. Check it out. Yeah, I was going to say um, Fusion no. Gone Wrong <laughs> seems to be like the uh, the epitome of a YouTube. manifestation of all that. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I've, I've always loved being in front of the camera, and sometimes sometimes it could come down to you know who's around you, who else wants to do stuff, and Lachlan just happened to be someone else that wanted to do that um whether he'd done it heaps before or not didn't really matter someone was keen to film and do stuff so we shared that similar interest in the training and combined it with something else i really enjoyed to do and that's kind of why i like doing this stuff doing stronger and then when youtube came out it was like this was a platform because you would make this stuff and think oh i imagine people saw it what would they think what would they do and you couldn't take like the snorlax show to a film festival (laughs) roll this could you see what they think you know (laughs) but youtube kind of let you do that and because it was blowing up in 2006 or 7 uh so i was 16 it was it just seemed like oh wow i could put some of my stuff on there and it took me a really long time to actually start putting effort into YouTube and putting stuff on there. But from the start, I knew the potential that it had. And, of course, there's all this drama about demonetization and stuff at the moment. But um, in and of itself, YouTube is an awesome platform. And that's what yeah. drove me to film my stuff and put it up on YouTube. Yeah, nice. I think I feel like there's other reasons as well for myself, Tom, that I... Yeah, we'll uh, we'll finish the Skype and I'll be like, oh, damn it, I forgot that. But like, because one of the things that's popped into my head as Tyson was talking then was, I love like I originally just naturally filmed my training, um, one to like check technique things like that, but also uh, to to document your progress because it's uh, it, I find it obviously it's very motivating to see, man, I used to be I couldn't do that now I can. Um, but it also helps keep you in check because sometimes you might be really hard on yourself, you know, like yeah. oh, I haven't made any progress in this last two months, but then you look back and you, you realize you actually have made really good progress or like you're much better technique or things like that. Um, that's just, I find personally satisfying as well. Yeah. I think that's, I think yeah. that's huge, especially with like, uh, gymnastics, body weight, mobility stuff. It takes so long to achieve these mm. skills. And I think yeah. that's what's awesome about your YouTube channels because 
you can see that you've been doing this for a long time. And as you said, like you had those goals that were going to take two weeks and then they're still very similar to the goals that you're trying to achieve now, what, like five years, four years later. And I think yeah. that like not many people see that. A lot of people, they see the end result and be like, oh, cool, I want to do that. It will take me three months, whatever. I think being able to see that it's taken you five, four, five years plus of really consistent hard work to get where you are today is I think that in itself is very inspiring, and just a well, good, honest you have representation. To enjoy it too, Tom. Yeah, you 100%. need to enjoy what you're doing because you say that we've been doing it for such a long time, but it doesn't like it. It does, but it doesn't feel like that because I still look at it as a really exciting thing to do. I get excited to do it, and I still have people I look up to that are doing the same kinds of things. And yeah, it just it always feels fresh for me, and that's why I keep doing it. And I think that's important that you. You love to do it. That's it. I just want to add two things yeah. on that, if, if I may. Um, one was also one other thing I really, um, because when I started training, it was really hard to find um, resources about how to achieve these skills. Yeah. Uh, so that again, I was like, man, I, whatever I learn, I want to help people with by like making it easy, more easily accessible. Um, yeah. And especially injury, because injuries suck. Obviously, they're going to slow you down. Um, and it, yeah, they're, just, they're the worst. <laughs> so if I can uh, help anyone avoid an injury, um, then that's again, uh, I feel really happy about that. Um, so again, like showing that how long mobility takes to get, I think is going to help people because they want it'll help them because you're not going to know unless you've seen or you've been told like, you know, don't push your splits this hard. Like listen to your body. All these things that you. You need to learn by sort of doing it, but it obviously helps to have someone tell you that and show you how long it took them. Uh, so that's one thing. Um, and the other thing was that I love about body weight and everything in general is like it just happened the other day because um, I've been doing rock climbing recently for Ninja Warrior as well. Um, and I was with some friends and we were just exploring like a cliff um, for like a picnic, super random. But what I noticed was I was climbing onto this rock and um i was using i i did like a muscle up uh, over a ledge uh and then i was also flagging which is like a, a rock climbing term for like offsetting one leg for balance anyway and then so i got up on this thing which i guess most people couldn't but i did it comfortably and like without any danger and just had this thought of like that's so cool that um i can go wherever i want safely uh, and it's, it wasn't even a strain because obviously muscle up's not very hard for me. So to do it was quite comfortable. Um, and yeah, I just thought this is cool. Like this is what life's about. You can, um, all these skills you're getting from what you love doing, they, anywhere in life, they're going to, um, you can use them, you know what I mean? Like to get somewhere to, to lift someone up or to help someone. That's, it's, and yeah, it's just super, uh, it just makes you, makes your life more like you can do more things. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't have eaten that sandwich on the cliff if it wasn't for... <laughs> it was actually a... Uh, leg. <laughs> look, guys, it was actually a uh, rice cracker with some lavash kiri cheese and uh, some salmon. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, back on that, the, the first point Lachlan made um, on these quick-fire questions um, was... <laughs> specifically for our channel and also through Ring Fraternity, um, which is a, what would you call it, a business company, whatever. Like, 
Lachlan and I would run, uh, Lachlan still does run gymnastics classes. And the aim of that in our YouTube channel, specifically for this bodyweight training, was because we wanted to create something that wasn't there for us when we wanted it. That was um, another reason to say we, with our channels, we do aim to put up things that we would have wanted that we think people in our similar situation would also benefit from to give them that advantage that we didn't have. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So you're kind of going on from what you kind of mentioned. Obviously, what we, why we started doing this, and as you said, it changes as you as you grow with what you're doing and what keeps motivating you now. The fact that you're enjoying it is one, but yeah, what what has changed? What kind of motivates you beforehand? What now motivates you to keep going, keep pursuing goals, keep progressing? Well, my motto, Tom. Stick <laughs> <laughs> as a motto. <laughs> I kind of say, um, for me, it's about functionality. So it's training to make your body better at doing things. It's about move how you're meant to. Uh, those kinds of phrases capture the essence of. I think that the type of stuff you do physically in your training should help you. Like Lachlan gave that perfect example of the rice cracker on the cliff. Is <laughs> train so that you can move better in any environment you know what i mean Uh, yeah sure so it equips and to me that transcends gymnastics it's not because lachlan is i mean he does other stuff the climbing he embraces other things that will help improve but is specifically gymnastics mine is not as focused on gymnastics and then but focus is and and this is where you fail tyson (laughs) 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 yeah so um was your question how have we is it changing at the moment? Yeah, like what motivates yeah. you now compared to what motivates you before? So as I seek things that will help make me better at doing things, essentially. So one thing that I feel I lacked in the last year or so was self-defense. I have no self-defense training, and I thought that I don't go out and look for fights. I would, if there was some kind of confrontation, want to quash it with words. But if there was a situation where I couldn't, where I had to fight um, and the other person had like some vague idea of what they were doing, I put all this effort into gymnastics, into weightlifting, into mobility to make my body good. But if I don't know how to defend myself, I'm no better than someone that's done none of that training. So I thought that that was something I was lacking and something I'm trying to incorporate now. So just know my mindset is always looking for i want to improve my body i want it to be better at handling physical tasks or moving around in the environment that's what i'm seeking awesome cool yeah for some reason i'm finding it um hard to articulate on this answer but like when i first started training i i just watched a rings routine say by um jordan jovchev uh, and I'd just be in awe, like, I just, it's, to me, it's just the coolest thing to see someone have that, the amount of strength to just pull themselves into whatever position they want to, uh, and then on top of that, to be able to um, swing with, like, massive amounts of power, and then to control it and land comfortably, um, yeah, I just, that's, to me, that's really exciting, I guess, it's like the ultimate action, kind of, yeah, yeah, like, the ultimate thing you can do to your body. I, I don't. It's hard to explain for some reason, but I was just so inspired by it. And to me, I'm, I, I'm like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I guess that's what I thought. And then so naturally, I'm like, 
so I want to be able to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and then now, I mean, I still obviously have that same feeling, um, but there's so many other benefits to gymnastics that uh, and like that apply to life. Like we've already spoken about a few, but one example is, um, and you don't get this as much from strength training. Um, maybe a little bit, but nowhere near as much. You is, mean like gymnastics strength training? Yeah, or any any yeah body weight any any strength training. But it's the the fear of when you're learning a new skill. So a good example is a backflip. Um, there, obviously, the first time you're going to do it, you, you build up to it with smart uh, methods. But there's always a point when you get to the progression where you have to make yourself very uncomfortable and do something you don't naturally want to do, and your body is you're going to. Yeah, like you're just worried about injuring yourself essentially, and mm -hmm. you've got to push through that natural instinct of protecting yourself to do something that you know I'm capable of doing this. Um, and that happens all the time. Anytime you're learning a new skill in gymnastics um, on any apparatus, there's, you're going to generally you're going to be scared of, of like hitting the bar or falling or whatever it might be. Um, and it's a bit of a skill itself to learn how to have that feeling, accept it, and then do it anyway. Uh, and so I love that. Like that's um, it's practice as well. Like um, yeah, I think when I was a kid, that's I'm curious. I'm like, if I was a kid, I would have. I feel like I was a bit of a uh, a scaredy cat. You know what I mean? Like I wonder if I would have pushed through because definitely as I've gotten older, um, I feel that feeling. But I'm like to respect myself. I have to do this. You know what yeah. I mean? Anyway, and with the more more broadly, that applies to life everywhere. Like, um, because like I have goals or things that I respect, and then um, I will. Well, I guess as tiny, simple example, but like talking to a girl or something. Like, um, if you like that, that girl's cute. Um, I want to talk to her, and then most people might have that natural feeling, but like, oh, but I might get rejected or whatever. Um, but it's, it's kind of the same as like when you're going for a skill, I might get hurt. But you're just like, no, I know what I need to do. I know what I want to do. I'm just going to go and do it. Um, so it, it works. It, it helps you, I guess, in that situation. Then just anything, even like I said, starting gymnastics. Um, like I started dancing recently, like <laughs> hip hop dance. And the first class, I'm like, yep, I'm going to do a demonstration. Come yeah, on. Please. I'm <laughs> yeah, I, you have that feeling. Anything you're new to, you're gonna look a bit silly, but um, like it, it obviously, the more you do it, the easier it gets. And I don't like, I, I accept that I might look stupid, but I'm just gonna do this the best I can, and um, and that way I'll progress the fastest I can. Yeah, so I, I love that, I man. Like, it's, yeah, I, I hmm. think what Lachlan's touched on is the what I think is the essence of training. So when you see people that, you know, maybe want to be fit but don't know where to start or have no idea about training, they're like, oh, like I get bored on the treadmill or like with bodybuilding, oh, I don't like, is, is this it? It's, no, what Lachlan's found is one of the main, if not the main thing that training gives to your life, which is one of the reasons why I think we love it so much is because it's that metaphor for life of to be successful, you need to have those failures behind you to mm -hmm. learn from it and to get better and then again to face your fears. So for training to, and specifically for Lachlan with gymnastics, if it, it so specifically puts that in front of you, that hurdle of you either have to succeed here or fail and learn and then 
I mean, you could say it with cardio or something. Just say, for example, you're running and you want to quit and you keep going and you achieve it. That's great. But there's not, I mean, there is a, there is some kind of fear in that of like, oh, it hurts. Like, I don't want to quit. Uh, and then you get through it. But with gymnastics, you might want to quit. But you also, I'm scared to do this. I am, have you, um, you do gymnastics stuff as well, don't you, Tom? Or is it specifically, like, have you ever been at the top of a high bar and had to do a cast? Or Yeah, yeah I've done you? bits and bobs. Yeah. yeah, so, and I'm sure with tumbling as well, you just think, I have to do this. I think backflipping on parallel bars was the sketchiest thing. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> exactly. I'm sure even thinking of that, you can think back and see how, in life, they say to face your fears, but backflip off P bars directly puts you in, puts that metaphor yeah. in front of you and challenges yeah. you to overcome it. I think exactly. it's as well that like you're starting from you can't you can't fake it when it comes to training. There, yeah. it's one of the not one of the few things in life. But I have, you, but I have synthol seps. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> big saggy oil triceps. But you know what I mean? Like you can't you can't fake a plancher or a front lever, like, yes, it can be easier to achieve, but you still have to start from a point where things feel impossible and then work through it and progress to a point where things become possible. And I think that growth experience does translate into so many different ways of understanding that by putting the hard work in, using the process, being patient, that things do pay off in the long run. And whether yeah. you have to battle fears or something along the way as well, it's just, it is, it is an awesome experience i think it's just a good opportunity for growth to understand things more about yourself um and I yeah, think it's, really... it's every time you go into training you're going to overcome or attempt to overcome that life lesson so you can't mm. not feel better after training definitely well for us and, anyway if you're doing it right <laughs> i also just wanted to mention um yeah like so that's yeah that fear thing i love it because yeah at the end of the day you can't let fear stop you from doing anything obviously that just limits what you're going to do in, in life in general. So, because I, I mean, if you think about anyone that you respect or admire, chances are they've been very, uh, they've done things that would scare lots of people, right? Like that's that's uh, probably one way to think about it. But also like as training full time as a gymnast. Um, so when I first started training every now and then, I'd be like, all right, here we go. This skill is going to scare me. And I'd psych myself up for it. Like one epic session that I have with Tyson, um, I, I think the day before we're like, Tomorrow, I'm going to do a triple back on rings and you're going to do a double back on floor. And then we like, okay, we're doing that. And then I, I spent like the whole day, it just kept, I kept thinking about it, kept making my heart flutter. And, and then when we, we got so psyched up, we got to the session and we both did those things. And that was huge. I did a triple back when I could even, like my dislocates were pretty sketchy. So that was, <laughs> and, yeah, it was, and then Tyson did double back on the floor. It was such a cool session. Um, but what, what I want to say is like it's uh, it's easier sometimes to get yourself psyched up for that one thing. But another difficulty of gymnastics is you have to consistently be able to face the fears. Because often like I might feel tired um, or I might just not feel like training that day. And I go in and we're doing hard bar. I'm working on the swing half turn, the handstand. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't even feel fully awake. But now I'm going to do something where I might own myself. Um, and I don't really want to do it. Um, yeah, and, but I've noticed like you just you become stronger. You're like, well, you know, like I don't want to do it right now, but if I can do it now, I can do it any any time. And and I know I'm I just man up and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. You might benefit from some priming, Lachlan. 
like something that you do in the morning that just sets you for the day so that you're never tired at gymnastics <laughs> yeah but it's hard. every i train every day mate you know some some yeah, days something it's just... you would, like if you had a cold shower like as soon as you woke up or something and go to gym. but sometimes life happens man yes <laughs> 11 yeah. p.m skype calls yeah yeah <laughs> uh, damn cool. you i <laughs> uh, got some questions from some people on Instagram uh, that I put out, I was chatting to you and sort of chosen three or four of the better ones. Um, going from synthal biceps, uh, Will Brown asks, what steroids do you take? How do you like that, Will? Hey? <laughs> if you're not watching on the YouTube channel and you're looking on Skype, they're just flexing on you, Will. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Oh, we're not gonna. Yeah, we'll be on the YouTube video, won't we? Yeah, yeah, but this is on iTunes and Stitcher and stuff. Ah, oh, right. So they they can't um, they can't see the the biceps and all their glory. So if you are listening on iTunes, you missed out. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, I ben, probably don't even know half the names of steroids, man. Quick cover. Well, just a quick interesting point on that is what is, um, what is steroids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess that's one other thing we could have mentioned. Like one of the oh, epic. Uh, benefits and obviously things that I enjoy about gymnastics is, and body weight is just the physique you get. I mean, because obviously everyone, I presume most guys want that um, aesthetic muscular physique. So it's really cool that you get that as a result. And I'm certainly, obviously, I find that I like that. Um, but yeah, like just today, actually, one of the coaches told me he reckons I'd be better if I lost like three or four kilos of muscle. And I'm like, hmm, well, maybe fat. <laughs> any more fat Lachlan yeah <laughs> look like yeah. A, um, a titan yeah but anyway so what I mean by that is it's interesting that someone obviously joking around about steroids when I'm not even trying to necessarily I'm, de I'm definitely not trying to be the biggest I can be like I'm just trying to be strong and like even potentially open to the idea of losing muscle but it seems yeah. odd to try to go out of my way to lose muscle so I'm lighter do you know what I mean like I I haven't really tried that before. I don't know if that would be counterproductive. I did the same thing. So I lost two kilos to achieve one arm chin up, basically, um, okay. like a while ago, just to improve like strength, strength to weight ratio. I went on a like a shortcut. I think I lost about two kilos. Yeah, and I ended up getting the one arm chin up was as a result. Was it two kilos of muscle or a bit of both? Uh, yeah, I've always, I don't really stray beyond like eight percent body fat. So I'm always like relatively lean. So it was, it was probably yeah. muscle more than anything. How did you achieve that? Were you just eating less? Yeah, just cycling calories a little bit. And I mean, the same thing has happened more recently. Uh, I think I dropped again like a couple of kilos and I got closer to the plants than I'd ever got. Um, yeah. So I stopped training my legs a little bit less, which was useful. Yeah. But <laughs> using Lachlan's tactics. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would imagine you would just up your um, volume, right? And less intensity if you wanted to lose a bit of muscle, Lachlan. Yeah, I mean, and also that's going to be a little bit less strenuous if you're in a deficit as well. You don't want to be pushing max effort CNS stuff when you're yeah. in a deficit and, it's going to be tougher and just on that uh, like before we sweep this under the rug with the steroid storm let's, let's, let's be honest um, <laughs> because one of, the, one of the reasons we're here is to promote our stronger bodyweight workout series 2 is Lachlan and I did get before and after blood tests so if you want to see what our testosterone levels are at and some other details make sure you head over to the playlist and check that out yeah. I guess we should also, for anyone that's ignorant, 
obviously we don't take steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, that was just a joke. I have had some people seriously ask me that, and I mean, they're generally they're like newcomers that um, they see someone strong, and they just assume that. Um, yeah, that I think it's a side effect of just training well, eating well, and I think people don't realize you guys have been doing this for you know eight, seven, eight years. Like it, these sort of things don't happen overnight. Um, and what you see yeah. now is a lot of hard work that's gone into that. So that's something that people. And I was building my legs since little athletic sprints. <laughs> I'd also say, um, please check out our earlier videos because our, our channel is also sort of an archive of, like, certainly I've got a playlist on my channel of my gymnastics competitions, and I've filmed every single comp I've ever done. And my goal for that is to, so you can have a look when I started, where I was at, and then you can sort of gauge. Oh, so in one year you made this much progress. Um, so like that way it might help people to understand where they can. Maybe they can compete against me. Maybe in a year they'll try and get a bit better than I was after a year. But also, um, you can see the physique change because I definitely think after only a year of rings, like my physique was, um, like people definitely comment on it. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Obviously, yeah, the the gains become more and more subtle as you get better. Um, but I think I think in a year you'll make a huge like going from someone that doesn't train to training, they're going to get that good physique and all that, um, you know. And then they probably just want more and more. Uh, I've got another question from Philip Briskill, uh, and he asks, what's the best bang for your buck ring exercise? Billy. Woo! What a question. Yeah. Jeez. I think the best bang for your buck would be uh, skin the cat and its variations. Um, there's nothing else I can really think of that will give you a mobility exercise, a strength exercise, uh, the variety to make it more challenging and to scale it to a beginner then skin the cat and if people are familiar with that um, jargon it is it's from a dead hang and if you were doing the beginner variation you would pull your knees up to your chest pull up to invert come down to german hang which is a hang the, yeah, the arm extension yeah and then pull back and it's really, uh, yeah, to, to me, that's the best bang for your buck because it covers so many different aspects of what gymnastic strength training is or what you can get out of cool. this. Interesting movement. choice. I, um, I'll have to just go to be different. Yes. Um, I mean, it's really hard, obviously. Yeah. Don't just, don't just train one skill, guys. <laughs> I, I keep it simple in a way, like don't have ridiculous numbers. But muscle-up is very good in the sense where... Um, you're doing a pull up. Iron cross. <laughs> I thought you were just love it. I think you just yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess this is um, more basic, but yeah, the muscle up just because it combines the pull and the the, the push, um, and uh, you're doing almost like every muscle in the upper body in that one skill. Yeah. So that's pretty pretty good. Yeah. Can't disagree there. Uh, the last question is from Frank, and he says, "What is your favorite exercises for the planche and front lever?" Frankie. Frankie boy. He doesn't hold back, does he? <laughs> uh, for me, was that one of the best exercises for plans? Yeah, what's the ones that has helped you most? Is what you so said. The best, best for me is the negative. So that's being in a handstand and lowering down into the planch position. Lachlan and I usually go through the planch position. And... That's just that's so good because it puts you in the planche position, but because you're just you're dynamically moving through it, 
it gives you the chance to get time in the position. Mm-hmm. But then that led me, so that's one, there's two, that led me to the next one, which is using bands. Uh, I don't know why I didn't think about it for so long, but because the band around your hips reduces the weight, you can hit the exact planche position that you're aiming for, whether it be straddle or full planche like mine is, um, and hold it for time. So your body is getting used to the position. You're getting used to the technique that you need to apply. And did I already say you get time? Yeah, you get time in the position. You, there's there's nothing else that lets you, I mean, you can do negatives, but you're not going to be able to spend 10 seconds in full planche like the bands allow you to. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I thought held me back in the stronger bodyweight workout series two was I wasn't getting enough time in my goal movements and positions. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. Uh, but I just keep it simple and just say the band is, it's quite ultimate in the sense where you can reduce the assistance as you get stronger. Cause I mean, cause obviously you don't want to become again. Yeah. When we're saying these things, obviously we're not saying do this one thing only because the problem with that is you become reliant on the band and then, like you definitely need to be training it unassisted as well to get the understanding and the, the balance and the feel for that. But I agree, it's very the band makes it very intense. Um, that you can adjust the intensity to exactly where you're at. You know what I mean? Um, and and that's really valuable, especially if you're hitting that the full position. Um, so you can just really go 100% for say 10 seconds, um, and then as each week try to slowly reduce the spot. Yeah. I think I think that the two recommendations definitely combo. You got the the negative, which then involves the handstand and the balance aspect, which a lot of people do forget. People can't do a handstand and then try to do the planche. Like you do need to learn that balance aspect. And then that yeah, was the, the um, plug. Is uh, the latest video I put out with Nile was um, if you can't do a handstand and you still want to train for planche, there's a few exercises in there. So I hundred um, percent. Yeah, I recommend the negative and the bands, but I was in a position earlier this year where I couldn't handstand. Mm. And so, Frankie, mate. Is his name Frank? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, good. Yes. <laughs> I didn't forget about your front lever question. Don't worry, mate. Uh, for front lever, it's a tough one. The front lever is so difficult, even though it's... Did he ask for front lever as well? Yeah. See, I'm like the complete yeah. opposite to you. Like, I can't planche but i can front lever relatively okay and I, I, i've always been all right that's cool man ball. it's weird isn't it what I, yeah it is very strange um i have to say negatives to front lever i think um again definitely don't just do one thing like combine them with certain things i mean um a point on this as well is um and i think it's very true is the best way to train any skill is by doing the skill so actually trying to do the front lever is a really good way to train it. But if you do that alone, like you've obviously got to build up to it and things like that. So I think the negative is fantastic to just build that general strength um, and you can modify the difficulty by extending your body from the ball all the way to the straight body. Um, yeah, and it just helps build that range of motion so you can gain strength everywhere. I like it. Yeah. I think um, the best one for front lever is ice cream makers. I hate ice cream makers. (laughs) So many times I see people that can't front lever doing the ice cream maker, which if people don't know what that is, 
it's holding yourself like at the top of a pull up and then pushing back to front lever and while that's cool for people conditioning that can front lever when you're learning it it's just a mess of an exercise to do I think uh, but yeah I made a jokey and one I don't like because Lachlan said the one that I would recommend would be a negative <laughs> but in the that's, using the that's band. so confusing mate that's so confusing <laughs> awesome guys don't well, do ice cream makers do what Lachlan said I think they're both they're both good suggestions for sure I got one last question for you both and it doesn't have to be training related but as you said on your YouTube channel, you like to give people advice that they can go and take away. And that's something I like to do. So I like to, rather than beat around the bush, like what's something you can take away today and you can go and do and apply to your training, your life, whatever. It doesn't really matter. So if you have one piece of advice that people can go and do and try today, what would that be? Um, can you give me a second to think about it? Because that's a I'll great give, question. I'll give you an example. So Ryan Hurst in the last episode talked about taking time to breathe and become mindful. Uh, whether you do that at the beginning of your training sessions oh, or Ryan the said of your day. that. Uh, <laughs> no, that was his example. That's good advice. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> good. Lachlan and I have met Ryan and he's a super nice guy. Oh, man. Yeah. Very sound advice. Um, for me, it would kind of tie into that, that question you asked before, how you said, how has my training changed? And I said, my training changes based on things that I might find or think about that would improve my physical capabilities that I'm not yet applying. So when it comes to training, I know you said it doesn't have to be, but I'm in training mode right. now because I'm talking about the bodyweight warrior. Um, it's that when it comes to training, you should train to make your body better at doing things. Unless you have a specific passion for bodybuilding, I think that it's quite empty and superficial not like in a judgment way. I think that if you're not sure and you choose to make your goal, oh, I'll just look better, I think that's an empty goal that won't lead to much satisfaction and likely disappointment. And, yeah, so I think that when you structure your training or think about what do I do, like I want to train, I want to get fitter, I want to move, but I don't know, Think, choose things that will make you be able to move better. And then the addition to that is do something that you enjoy because I do bodyweight training and I haven't done it for a while, but <laughs> Olympic lifting, and I love those two movements. But that is specific to me. So while I would recommend those movements to everyone because they have such a tremendous carryover to everything else, I think that at the end of the day, you should do things that you enjoy. So if I was to force someone to do Olympic lifting and they didn't really like it, that's going to be just as hollow as me solely doing bodybuilding. You know what I mean? Because they're not, at the end of the day, getting enjoyment out of what they're doing, what they're allocating their time to. So think about what you like to do. Do you like to climb? Do you like to play polo on the back of a horse? Do you like to swim? Do you like to abseil? Do you like to go uh, wakeboarding? Like Think about physically what do you enjoy and break it down into what can I learn in that thing to get better. So for me, it started with rings training with muscle up, then back lever. Um, for climbing, it might be just at your local center. I just want to get this, the green. I want to be able to do the green track. Um, but yeah, move, for, uh, train for skill acquisition and choose movements that you enjoy doing. Otherwise, what's the point? 
Cool, great answer. Logan? And Speed. take a minute to breathe every day and practice. Love you, Ryan. Can you just repeat the question for me one more time before I... I think I've got an answer, but I want to make sure it's appropriate. So, yeah, it was just... It was it was one piece of actionable advice that people can take away into their, their practice today and, and start doing. So, for Tyson, I guess it was just do do stuff you enjoy. If you're not enjoying it, what's the point? So, what would, yeah. what would your answer be? If you want to dump down, Tom, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, um, my answer is very um, obscure and not as much training related, but I figure... That might be more interesting and insightful for people. Okay, wow. Well, um, yeah, I, I was just going to say, at the end of the day, relationships are the most important part of life, um, and uh, they'll bring you like the most happiness of anything. So, always keep that as a priority. Um, yeah, I just think that's really important. Um, yeah, I'm always really happy, um, but uh, I think if you keep that in mind, it, it makes every every part of your life better. Um, and like a quick example to keep to bring it back to training is like um, training with a partner. Like they'll push you. You know what I mean. Like you might train harder if they're making good progress and you want to keep up with them. Um, they'll keep you motivated. So sometimes you mightn't feel like training. Um, or but if if you know they're coming, or whatever, then you're going to be more much more likely to train. Um, and you'll just generally enjoy it more. Like it's much more fun to to be doing something with someone together. You know. Yeah, definitely. So, Makes life more fun, man. Um, yeah, I think it's just important. Sometimes you get caught up in all the things you might be doing and working on and striving for, but um, yeah, friends and relationships are a key. Awesome, I love it. Well, thank you guys for joining me, chatting about everything and giving some really good answers. It was great to get to know you a little bit and for people who don't know who you are which i'm surprised you were very recommended on when i asked for recommendations uh where can people find out more about you what's your strong series etc all the links i will put that you're about to say will be in the description or the show notes as well for people who are interested yeah so as so you can search mine at the tyson edwards on youtube and instagram and i should have a website launching soon under the same name so i've captured all the the tyson edwards possibilities super convenient check out our stronger bodyweight workout series two all episodes are up now it was a very long time in the making because we put so much effort into this series to make it the best it can be it follows lachlan and myself our own journeys or individual journeys on our own channels and we are aiming for four body weight strength and mobility goals and it's just a fun journey. There's a lot of fun to be had. Yeah, and I think an important point to make as well is it's, it's timeless. You can watch the series today or you can watch it in a year or in 10 years. And it doesn't matter when you watch it, it's going to give you as much value because the principles of training and that don't change. So yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, anyone who hasn't watched it, it's basically like a TV show about gymnastics <laughs> and bodyweight training and all of that stuff. So it's, it's very interesting. Well, I take that as a compliment. Thank you, Tom. That yeah. definitely should be. Uh, yeah, and for myself, Lachlan Walker, uh, YouTube and Instagram are the main platforms I use, and my handle is Lockflex. L A C H, Flex. Like the Lockflex um, monster. Not, not, not to cut in Lachlan, but um, 
a lot of people had trouble with Lachlan's name in America and stuff. So do you want to just tell them that it's not L O C K? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. L A C H. Uh, credit to Osiris, my man, for the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> During yeah, like a, a quick little random story for you, Tom, and for anyone still listening. God bless you. Yes. Um, is that when we're in LA, uh, feeling stronger? We we met like I'll, I'll I'll brief the make the story a lot briefer. But we met someone that recognised me on the beach from from Stronger Series One. Um, we met his friends and we ended up uh, meeting this group of rappers in LA. And anyway, that's one of them was like Lock Flex Monster, and I'm like, that's very cool. So. Thanks to Osiris for that because it's just uh, flows well, you know. You, you know, you make the right, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Loch Ness monster for anyone that didn't get it. Um, yeah. Also, I had a question for you, Tom, if I may. Shoot. Yeah, please. Yeah. And um, I'm curious to know who inspires you, um, and uh, if you have someone that you think is like uh, number one, because I think um, obviously that's insightful into what you respect and strive for and uh, it can help other people to get more inspired as well yeah for sure uh, it's hard for me because uh the last six plus months i've been injured so there's like not much that i've been able to do or do consistently to work towards so really my focus has not been on myself but on helping other people so i guess really what inspires me is like what you said when you hear comments of people saying this helped me to this help me to that so that really what inspires me to i'm not for myself, I do it because I enjoy it, but I don't really care if I get better or get worse. I just kind of like doing what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing it to help other people more than anything, to be quite honest. Um, I definitely watch Niall Wilson. I'm a big fan of Niall Wilson. He's definitely an inspirational guy. Very interesting to watch him do. I'm a big fan of fitness FAQs. Daniel Badnell, who's also from your neck of the woods. I feel like, um, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we're on here just because he didn't return your messages, Tom. <laughs> Uh, had to fill the quota for Australian guests. He's a real dick, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just, uh, and then obviously, I mean, you guys, you guys inspired me to create a lot of the the series that I created. Like um, up until that point, I'm not really sure what I was doing on YouTube, but when I watched Stronger Series, I was like, "Cool, I like this idea of like bringing a TV show to document training and document process and um, and and that sort of format." So that's what inspired me to like Project Planch and things back in the day when I thought I could get Planch in eight weeks. <laughs> mate, we all, we've all been there mate don't worry That's uh, three all years all later there. and still still you know yeah yeah so i hope that answered your question maybe vaguely yeah man that's cool I'm a, I'm any, a... any any non-training related people or do you want to just stick to training no non-training related people is cool um i, I like gary vaynerchuk he makes me laugh he's a good guy very inspirational I like watch. I don't always watch his stuff, but I like what he says. He, he speaks a lot of truth. I like people who don't bullshit. Um, there's nothing I hate more than people who just aren't themselves. Um, so that, that like that straight away. I think people who are authentic, genuine. You can tell like Gary Vee's not in it to do whatever. He's just doing what he does, which is awesome. Um, is, is he a comedian? I don't know who he is. Gary Vaynerchuk is. Uh, so he's a entrepreneur from America. But he has his own YouTube channel and stuff. I mean, he's got like a $100 million company. But he's got a very respectable work ethic. But he's just very much like if you ask for advice, he's not the sort of uh, snake oil salesman, 
promise you stuff. He's like put in the work. He, he gives it to you how it is, basically, which is what I like. I don't like with your inspiration, Tom. Uh, like how you've been injured and you've been wanting to, you, you kind of draw that inspiration from helping other people and seeing their results. Um, does that tie into well, what I wanted to ask? Was where do you see your channel going from now? Like, do you have a a big goal, or if you were to say reach a million subscribers, is would the channel be very similar to how it is, or would it be more like vlogging? Or basically asking what's the vision going forward for your channel because you're growing quite quick, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, this is, yeah, again, like, no. this is a blessing of the injury in disguise in a sense because, like, I couldn't do a lot of the stuff that I was doing and then it ended up me getting into mobility and then also being able to spend a lot more time investing in my education and learning more about this. So being injured in a way led to, like, the growth of the YouTube channel because I could give better advice and do different advice. Um, I think I'm mainly, I feel like mobility is probably more of a focus and more of an interest than gymnastics training although it is interesting. I'm kind of interested in moving for a long time rather than a short time. But and do I think, you see, I mean, your channel being more as a hub to help people or oh, yeah. the kind of denial? How, I mean, he helps people, but it's also just a very awesome, cool insight into his training and life. Yeah, I think so. Um, now Wilson's a very inspirational guy and a very interesting guy. He's got a good personality. So I think... Uh, I may probably not as interesting to watch, but hopefully, like the information that I can give, I think I'm I'm a good teacher. So, uh, my my whole thing is just helping people, and that's what I do, and that's I think what I always do. It won't. I try to do vlog stuff, but again, the point of a, a vlog is to show people an insight of why I do things. So it's, again, it's still teaching. Yeah. So I think that's ultimately yeah. where it's. I think the reason people have come hopefully to these channels is that they they got some use out of seeing it. So. People get use out of going to see Noel because it's inspirational and they can see him doing some crazy stuff. For me, hopefully, it's that you can take it away and apply it to your life. And um, To wrap it up then, thank you guys for joining me, coming to chat, sparing your time. I know it's a bit of a ridiculous hour where you are, so thank you for that. Uh, if you haven't already heard of Lachlan and Tyson, obviously links to everything that we've talked about in the today's show is in the show notes or the description down below, so make sure you go check them out. But that has been it. Thanks, guys, for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks very much, Tom. Thanks for having us. See ya.